Diome. Collins! A massive goal for West Ham United. And here goes Mo Diome. He's tempted to go all the way here, surely. It's Bradley Johnson getting back. Diome goes for it. Oh, it's gone in. John Ruddy wrong-footed. It's 2-0 to West Ham. There's nothing between the teams today apart from the way the ones that took the chances when they come our way. Um, some of the chances that um, Norwich had, our goalkeeper has made some outstanding saves when needed. Only ourselves to blame. You know, it's it's a game and anybody seeing the game would have seen the chances that we had in the game, particularly away from home, and you've got to be able to capitalise on them. 50% of our games, clean sheets, is a, you know, it's a sort of record that you, you get when you, you know, you're going to finish in, in, the, in the top six normally. And uh, we've got to now continue to get better, and we've got to continue to fight on for more points as quickly as possible, and try and keep this good feeling around the place by continuing to get results. Welcome to episode 21 of the Knees of Other Brown West Ham podcast. We keep on winning every week. We seem to be winning more and more games back to back to back now. Joining us in the studio to discuss all this, we've got two very, very special studio guests. Controversial uh, one half of our studio panel today. <laughs> You'll find out who that is in a second. Firstly, my favourite executive producer on Big Brothers Big Mouth, post Russell Brand. Post Russell Brand. Yep, George Galloway. James Longman. Corden. Hello. Welcome. Who was the worst one I had on that? Yeah, I'll get uh, Peaches off. Peaches Geldof. Yeah. But she, she was, was nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, showbiz story, you had to like you had to like tell her everything to say. You were like a ventriloquist. A lot of them you did, yeah. yeah. They're not presenting us, bless that's, you. What, that's why you listen to this podcast, it's insight like that. <laughs> Insider. <laughs> uh, she was nice, Peaches. <laughs> Well, really? Yeah, she's all right. All right, fine. <laughs> uh, moving on. So, our controversial guest. Speaking of George Galloway, I mean, he, this guy, George Galloway has nothing on the controversial character uh, that we've got in the studio with us today. Welcome to the show, West Ham Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you all right, fellas? How's it going, everyone? Uh, yeah. Pantomime villain. <laughs> 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 up my I was waiting around. for Chalks to jump out of yeah. the cupboard or something, but, you know. Uh, so, for people who don't go on the forum... Why are you such a controversial character? Can you explain? Um, you know, I've been on there for about 11 years now. I've been banned a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of them weren't my fault, right? Somebody did hack my account and... Really? You know, yeah, just chat a load of shit and yeah, I got I got done for that. The other one was yeah. my fault, to be honest. But, what, was, what was the reason? What, for the one I actually got banned, got banned yeah, for? Yeah. Just probably being a, a prick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, which is quite widely yeah. accepted on there, you <laughs> yeah. know. Hopefully I'm not going to reinforce that today and yeah. you know, I can sort of turn the tide in oh. my favour but okay so this is it this is uh, this could be your Diana on panorama yeah. interview <laughs> yeah 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 this is going to be the making of me alright I'll be a mod I'll be a moderator on there after this so what is it what is the main point of late what is your main thing that of late people have picked up on right um, I think it's because I'm quite opinionated I'm yeah. pretty reactionary as well so the two combined you know if results are going tits up I'm just going to sort of throw a wobbly on there and yeah. I do and <laughs> if people are not listening to me then I, I sort of reiterate right. that point and it definitely gets on everyone's tits and I totally yeah. understand it like as I said to um, I said she's outside you know my dad and uncle think I'm a miserable bastard so it's yeah. not just knees up my brown that do but it's everyone just generally yeah, <laughs> yeah just in general life but um, yeah I don't know I've yeah like I said I've been on there for a while and yeah. I'm, I, I, rub, I seem to rub people up the wrong way and what uh, is um, 
You're on there a lot. I am on like there a lot. But that's because I'm not working, so... <laughs> sometimes yeah. every other post, there's a, there's a West Ham Mac. Yeah, on. yeah, I know. I, just, I mean, there's I you, think Paul, I think that's a bit, you know? I think There's a five-minute spell where you... I'm doing that in between. I'm, I'm multitasking. <laughs> I do split screen these days. Yeah. I've got two, I, you know, I play poker at home, so I've got about five different screens playing. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a matrix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. All right, well, uh, OK, we're going to talk to West Ham Matt. We're also going to talk about a brilliant win over the... Norwich 2-0 uh, we're going to move on and talk about Ravel's recent um, kind of exposure and the Guardian that specific Guardian article by is it Daniel Taylor Daniel Taylor uh, we'll mention that we're going to have the G-man Graham Howlett the boss of KMB hide the porn he's going to be on a bit later on uh, I, get well, I heard G-man I thought you meant from so solid I was like, <laughs> what are we going on here he's G-unit on. <laughs> i got 21 seconds to go uh, <laughs> he's on. we'll talk about relegation like we do every week and we'll close <laughs> on some West Ham news and predictions as always before that let's do a some feedback Daniel Commons I thought I'd check in from Sydney Australia and say hi on behalf of all the Sydney Hammers supporters group if you could plug us on the podcast and let all Hammers fans that listen from the Sydney area know that we always have people watching the games no matter what time at the Royal Exhibition Hotel next to Central Station that would be great breathe. You notice yeah. Chris doesn't read these before we start. <laughs> his, head, his head was going red. Hence the intonations in slightly the wrong places a lot of times. Are you saying I'm not professional? <laughs> what an insult. Just thought I'd check in from Sydney, Australia. <laughs> it's like Dalek. Oh, it's my Australian accent. It's that next to Hawkins. I mean, uh, you should do your Australian. Your Italian one was good. Well, uh, all right. Well, maybe I'll just reread that in Australian. Yeah. yeah. I'll read the first sentence. Yeah. Just thought I'd check in from Sydney, Australia to say hi on behalf of the Sydney I Am as a supporters group. I've got a bit of a list. Al Stewart. Yeah. It's good, yeah. I thought. Al Stewart. Yeah, so that's Daniel Cummins. Sydney, Australians. <laughs> uh, Sydney, Australians. Hammer Hello. Supporters Group. Big up yourself and ting. Head down the Royal Exhibition <laughs> Hotel. Yeah. Baby Gooner. Keep up the good Bobby work. Bobby Gooner. Oh, Bobby Gooner. Baby yeah. Gooner. You're, saying, yeah, you're suggesting like your, that maybe... That's your girlfriend. Should... <laughs> baby Gooner. <laughs> hey, baby Gooner. Uh, you're saying I should read these to, yes. uh, beforehand, maybe, in future. Um <laughs> Bobby just Gooner. read them when they're actually there. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Gooner, keep up the good work. Love the show. Even though I'm an Arsenal season ticket holder, what are you doing listening if you're Ooh, an Arsenal season ticket holder? Come join us. Join us. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, uh, he says... Bobby Gooner also says, can we have more Romford, please? He's bloody great. Shame you lost Razvan Rat. Maybe Romford will model the Wham onesie from now on. Yes. Keep blowing your bubbles. We're drinking Rom- a quick shout out to Romford. I hope he gets yeah, soon. We do. Yeah, that. that's coming up. But we'll do it now. I've can just done it. it. Sorry. <laughs> uh, shout out to Romford. We're still thinking of Man. Also, Valentine, Romford in a onesie. Wow. Valentine's thought. What a <laughs> what an erotic image. Been um, yeah, so that's a, that's an Arsenal supporter. Listen to the show. Maybe if you're a supporter of a different club, you listen to this podcast for some reason. It'd be nice to know that. Yes. Um, the dead ball. Lastly, took offence to the Swansea fan addressing another human as a lizard. I own two <laughs> lizards, and nothing had the urge to call them human. Never had, uh, yeah, I think never. Okay, so that was that was a reference to you getting called a lizard a couple yes, of weeks, you're getting by, trolled uh, by the taff by the Swansea. If you uh, if you want to laugh, go, <laughs> go twitter.com forward slash taff underscore Davies one. This is the man who joined Twitter just to have two just tweets to, at James, just to have a go just at James, call me a lizard. just to call him a lizard, and just belittle you generally. <laughs> It was a bit embarrassing for you. Um, we had so a few people gave us suggestions of interviews of players you might want to hear in future. Seeing as our campaign to get Julian went so well, uh, Rio, who's been on here a couple of times, he said, "What about Boogers and Kamara?" Uh, Deadball McKnight, no Deadball, Deadball Dead said McKnight and Boogers. <laughs> Multiplier wants Moncur, Bryant four one one four, Christian Daly, Ian Bishop. Ian Bishop's really funny on Twitter. I found him the other day. Oh really? Yeah, he's really funny. Is it actually him? Yeah. It, 
Yeah. Wow. He looks good. He looks. Check that one out. He looks yeah, good. A few of them on it. Actually. Yeah. Shaka Histop, Sebastian Schimmel would be good. Rampton wants Steve Jones. Apparently, Steve Jones has last been seen in a Sainsbury's in Pittsburgh. Working. Yeah. He's <laughs> a good looking. He's a good looking boy. It breaks my day, heart a little bit though. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with. Pitsy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big shout out to all the West Ham fans listening in Pitsy in Sainsbury's. And Sainsbury's. Uh, <laughs> uh, Darling said, what about Trevor Morley, Ian Bishop again, Tim Breaker? Uh, it's funny when you get all that kind of crew that we've interviewed on this podcast around the Breaker time. Everyone loved Breaker. Yeah. So I think he'd be a good one to get Beaker. on. Also, he's uh, listening in China. Guangzhou in China. Guangzhou. I've been there. Have you really? Good. Yeah, I've been quite a few places. Oh, all right. Show off. <laughs> Centre Park. Spent a lot of time in China. <laughs> uh, Bonzo wants Ruddock or Hutchison. Uh, but we'd like Irvin Welsh. Yeah, I keep trying to. I keep tweeting him uh, late at night, trying to get Irvin Welsh because he's obviously brilliant uh, writer of Train Spotting. Yeah, he um, wrote Train Spotting. He recently wrote Filth. Yeah, Filth actually, and he's a West Ham fan. I think he's, he's Scottish, but I think yeah. he supports. I think he may support Hearts as well. Also West Ham, and I've just discovered that, and he's brilliant. So I keep yeah. tweeting him, going, "Please come on," and he keeps ignoring me. Yeah, what about so, as a suggestion, uh, Russell Brand? Obviously, like massive. Well, is that if you were listening, Matt, you'd know he'd already been on this podcast. Oh, for so I'm a little well, bit excited. <laughs> <laughs> which, which episode <laughs> <laughs> whenever Matt says something controversial he's getting booed uh, yeah, uh, uh, but we are in discussion with we are, we're, in, we're in deep conversations about maybe doing an episode at his house yep really so that's yeah. another exclusive Katy Perry going to be there like, I know they're, no. they're broken up well, they're, that, they've divorced yeah, yeah I don't know just can't wrangle that yeah so, uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> negotiations ongoing, Russell Brand. We also had a couple of emails to our brand new email address which is podcast at KUMB.com that's how you get in touch if you want to feature in this feedback section which is really going strength to strength <laughs> <laughs> Chris weeks. might read it uh, might read it beforehand but I have read this one beforehand Paul Arlo got in touch to say uh, he's listening to the podcast from the Gobi Desert Mongolia on a copper and gold mine it's minus 25 here at the moment there's no West Ham bar in sight unfortunately but I am looking always look forward to your podcast the locals in the office know when it arrives as I sit there laughing loudly with my headphones on they have a look of bemusement and wonder at this crowd crazy guy in the corner shout out to his son Gabriel as well keep up the great work and bollocks to those who are not growing up enough to listen to some swearing on a copper and gold mine what is yeah. it like um the gold what? rush has he like got a long beard like with a pan <laughs> was it gold panning yeah, 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 that's just, is that, that what yeah. he's doing yeah presumably <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't yeah! uh, we also had uh, a well travelled listener Ian Woodcock got in touch to say good pre-Norwich show lads I live in Amsterdam and travel constantly during which time I listen to your podcast today it's Puerto Vallarta in Mexico that's <laughs> <laughs> me uh, yeah. my gun sound effect excellent so that's how uh, that's Ian Woodcock and you can get in touch with the show by emailing podcast at kumb.com or tweet us we often say what our Twitter handles are at the end of the show and you can do that or just go on the Cambridge Forum. But we'll recap that towards the end of the show. Okay, so let's talk about Norwich at home. We won 2 0, Matt. How good does this feel to win back to back to back? You know what? I actually predicted on the forum that we'd yeah. win 2 0. Really? Despite being the most pessimistic bastard there yeah. is, wow. I still thought we'd win 2 0. Yeah. Um, I went to the game. Actually, let me just give a quick shout out to the user on uh, Needs Up Mother Brand, Oza, who mm. actually kindly sent me his season ticket. Wow. In the post so I could get to the game because he knows I'm absolutely fucking brassic. So yeah. I just like to say you're a top man. Good man. Um, Share the love. But yeah, on to the game. Uh you know, the result was was, was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh no doubt about it. The performance was, in my opinion, a bit shit. Mm. Um I thought Collins I know I know I know we're gonna talk about it, Collins, but yeah, he feels like he, he, 
to me, I look at him and I think he thinks he's a fucking quarterback or something. And he just yeah. And it depresses me that West Ham can get a free kick in their own half about seventy fucking yards from goal. Yeah. And that's deemed a, a good opportunity to just get in the mixer, like no fucking lube, just straight up a juffa. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. just think like it's a bit depressing. I just find it. <laughs> I find that depressing. So you didn't enjoy the two 0 win. I enjoyed the result, but I didn't enjoy the performance. Um, okay. Yeah, and it weren't just me. General consensus yeah. around me was that we were playing shit. Long diagonals from uh, the left and right backs. I just, I don't know. I just find it a bit tedious to watch. I yeah. think we can offer more. Yeah. I think we can do better. Norwich played some tidy football. I thought Redmond and um, yeah. what's his fellow, the striker up front, Uber. Yeah. I thought they'd done some lovely link-up play. Yeah. I was right, uh, right behind them in the bottom or lower first half, and I thought they, I thought they linked up really well. And I feel like we should be able to do that. We've got players capable, capable of that. I just feel like it's been sapped out of us a bit. Mm. James, you share that opinion that uh, the football isn't great? No, it was. I mean, it was poor, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad win. It was, yeah. But a win, a win's win. a win. I know, I know, I know. And we've had our fair share of playing well and losing, so I'm pretty, pretty chuffed about that. Um, I think it's probably unfair to single out Collins because mm. he is, uh, no, he's I'm been not... a rock uh, since his, you know, even when we had Matt Taylor right back, he was fighting for us. So I think it's, it's not... probably a little bit tough on the ginger pillow. It's not his fault that it's him on free kicks. Right? Yeah. He's obviously got a decent right foot and he can get it in the mixer, but. I don't like that strategy. Mm. I feel like uh, sometimes it's it's giving the ball away cheaply, and I just mm. feel like we should be able to keep it. We should be able to get it down. It's, it's, it's like the players should have a bit of courage to get their foot on the ball, and it's, yeah. it's been it's it's not being encouraged. Allardyce has sort of I don't know if he just wants to get it. You know, I know, I know he's a man about possession football. Uh, sorry, percentage football. Yeah, he wants to get it down that end of the pitch, yeah. swamp the midfield, win the second ball, yeah. then get out wide and get it, get it, get in the box with uh, via Jarvis and Downing. Yeah. But I think that that's quite predictable. And let's let's be honest here, we could have been three three nil down first yeah. half. Yeah, yeah it could have been a completely different. <coughs> we were battered but, first but half. So I ain't even like yeah. the defence was solid. Yeah. it's attritional stuff, though, mm. isn't it? It's attritional. What what I mean, well, we've got a record thirteen clean sheets. I think it is this season. Fantastic, like no doubt. So, I mean, what do you put that down to? That kind of that that clean sheet record. I put it down to um, uh, we don't dilly dally on the ball, mm. so we're not in possession long enough to lose it in dangerous areas. Yeah, that's clearly an Allardyce tactic. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to lose it in in our half. Yeah. Um, so I think that plays a massive part. If you if you haven't got the if if you can't lose the ball in your half, you're less likely for the, the opposition to create a chance or to mm. score, etc. So I think he's much more of the opinion to get it down the other end and try and pick up the scraps by flooding mm. the midfield and then getting it out wide. But you don't you don't like that? I fucking hate it. I think right. it's shit. Yeah, it's, it's just everything that we shouldn't be. You know, I, I like watching football. I'm not saying I want to watch Ticker Tacker and all that. Mm. You know, like what Barcelona do. But I just feel like we do have some good players that can mm-hmm. get it down the ground. And uh, and play and play, uh, you know. But go on. It's strange being. A f- I'm just going to go. How strange it is being a football fan to just play devil's advocate a little bit because if we had comfortably won that match and we'd been two 0 up and it had been mm. a bit of strolling apart, we would have all come out going, "Yeah, that was all right, wasn't it?" <laughs> but the fact yeah. that we were dreadful for 85 minutes or whatever yeah. it was, and then one two 0 was euphoric. <laughs> It's great, it's great sometimes you yeah. think sometimes it's really weird I understand what you're saying but sometimes it's really weird thing isn't it where you just think I'd almost <laughs> we didn't deserve that yeah. and it feels amazing oh it's brilliant <laughs> like, I mean yeah. like fucking hell like, I love getting a result when you don't deserve it but yeah. you shouldn't be 
you shouldn't be getting a result against Norwich and not deserving it at home. Mm. That's my point. But I mean, the, the point I the kind of opposite of that is I thought Arsenal at home we did really well. We were one 0 up at one stage. I thought we played really well and ended up getting completely yeah. nothing. Yeah. But, but, got, but then that was missing sitters when it O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many Carlton, times? Carlton, how many times have we missed right, sitters? Yeah. Um, let, let's talk about individual performances. One man in particular who was man of the match, Adrian James. Fantastic. I mean, um, what what do you think of Adrian? I think he's. Uh, I'm a little bit in love with him. <laughs> I'd just like to echo those sentiments. <laughs> <laughs> it's a massive man crush I think he's, he's hundred he, you know, he's got the West Ham cult hero hero yeah. all over him, hasn't he? Yeah. He's got the he's got a personality, he's got a smile, he's brilliant on Twitter, he obviously loves winning. And he's a random foreigner. Like, yeah. that always helps. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely I'm sorry, but it does help the, the, the Yaboo factor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, when nobody had heard of him. <laughs> now all of a sudden yeah. he's a hero. Like, he was a B team player yeah. in Spain, wasn't he? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he cr- didn't he cry in his press conference when he left? He did, he did. I actually saw that. Was that because he was yeah. joining West Ham? <laughs> he's <laughs> just seen the table. Um, I love it that he's, you know, it, it, it made him a little bit the Man City and Notts Forest matches because he came out and he got, and he made saves and he yeah. kept it from being, you yeah. know, big cricket score, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. And so he's gone from strength to strength. And he had a little, he's had a little bit of luck the last ma- couple of matches where he's careered off the back of his yeah. leg over by stuff like that. But he deserves it. Yeah. See, I, don't, I don't think that would, I don't think that would have been, um, I don't think that was lucky that, that save where it hit his leg and went over the bar. Oh, Villa. He would have been unlucky yeah. if that had gone in. I mean, yeah, the amount yeah, of time, yeah, it's true, very yeah. odd, you know, very mm. hard for someone to crack the bar and it hit your calf and go in, yeah. you know, you'd been guided. Yeah, I've been uh, so. I, was, I, was, I was behind um, Adrian in the first half where we, where we were getting done by Norwich and um, he pulled off some just fantastic mm. saves right behind the goal yeah. and it was just he, he was superb and he does care the fella loves West he loves it doesn't he yeah, 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 you, yeah, you, you've got to love that you know. him and Noble celebrating was wicked was Noble oh, essentially uh, dry humped him <laughs> Noble <laughs> jumped on him it was a dry hump I wanted like to get on Noble that have been Cheers everywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, special word for the army who came off the bench and uh, got a scrappy uh, winner in the in the world. Well, is it a winner? Do that every game. Yeah. So, but what's your opinion on the army, Matt? I think um, he definitely shows flashes of brilliance. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know what was it last season? Second half against Chelsea, turn it on, and um, it was it was brilliant then. Mm. And I just feel like. The site not quite right with him. I don't know whether it's because he gets shunted out on the wing now and then. Yeah. Um, but maybe he's a super sub. Yeah. Maybe that is his That's role. His role. If he can come on and change a game, and there's mm. no doubt he did. He done a few things wrong. Yeah. No doubt. Like he done a few shit things mm. early on against Norwich. But mm. and we were all screaming around us when when we took the short uh, free kick. Yeah. We we're like, nah, surely an Adelaide team don't take fucking short free kicks. They get in the mixer. Mm. But um, we took it and we we're all going, no, no, no. Then it went in. Yeah. We all look like bankers. <laughs> we said it, didn't we, against um, Fulham when we won at home? I said that really weird, Fulham. 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 Um, <laughs> when we won 3 0 at home, was that the army makes a difference when he comes on the sub, as did Morrison that day. They make a, he makes a difference. Mm. And I, it, it almost makes me feel better with the way he's been this season to see him on the bench and think, we can bring him on and he'll make a difference. Oh, our mm. bench has started to look yeah. really strong, yeah. hasn't it, in recent weeks? Like, it's starting mm. to look really good. And yeah. He's, yeah, he's definitely a player that it's, is good to bring on uh, since those players have been coming back. Um, and we're only what are we we're two are we two points worse off than we were this time last season? Is, is that, that the case? I think that's the case. I mean, which is pretty impressive is considering pretty, considering the best the best research is always the stuff you do when you just make it up. Yeah, so. <laughs> we're twenty points better than we were last season. Forty points better than under Evan yeah. Brown. Um, we're definitely a lot of 
points yeah. better off than we were about a month ago. So yeah, that's, yeah, what yeah. that's most now. Um, a month was it with ten points? Well, well, let, let's just quickly gauge happiness out of ten. How happy are you with the way things are going right now? Um, Matt, we should play I'm, a Pharrell song underneath. <laughs> because um, <laughs> I'm content. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm content. It, I'm, are you content? This is moment? where we okay. should be. Okay. This is you know if, if, this is Allardyce football now to a T. Clean sheets, yeah. couple of goals. Um, this is what we should have been doing all season. Yeah. There's massive fuck ups in the summer to leave us so short. We put all our eggs in a massive Geordie basket. Yeah. And you know we shouldn't have been in this fucking situation. Mm. <clears throat> there should have been a bit more foresight from not only Allardyce but the board mm. to um, invest. Like I say, Downing, good player, no mm-hmm. doubt, but didn't think we really needed him. We left ourselves a bit over. Yeah, I think we've missed first eight. I know yeah. that's random, but I just feel like we've missed first eight. Yeah, David a, Gold tweeted, didn't There's they? an interesting stat. So there's a I'm website, sure. it's like the Aladici the code or something like that. Someone's done a website, <laughs> and Aladice relies on all these these statistics, and one of them is the, the rate at which a player on the pitch influences a win. And Ricardo Vazte is the player for West Ham who has the most influence on whether or not we win games. That's funny. By well, I mean, by uh, like point four or whatever this weird code is. That's is that probably based on the back end of uh, Championship season? No, no, I guess that. No, based on because Joe Cole's this yeah, this season and last season in the Premiership. Because I know he was fantastic yeah. when we signed him down in the Championship. He, you know, he scored fifteen goals or something, yeah. else, didn't he? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm a big fan of Az. I think um, he was just coming into form when he got injured. Mm. Yeah, so I think um, we definitely missed him. Do you miss him, James? Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, just quickly, are you ha- how are you happy? Are you happy right now? I'm pretty happy. Yeah. I'll be I'll be happier when we are three wins away from now. Yeah, I feel like we're we're very. What's what's most satisfying now is that it's not j- even though it's only what four points in it. It's four mm. points, five points off it. Yeah, yeah. you think. It's, I think it's free, what's, what's happier it's now is there's a lot of teams between us. Yes. And when you can see other teams between you, you think that's better, even though yeah. it's only a few points. And that makes me happier. Um, so and I'm the, pretty happy. I'll give and the arse seems to be falling six, out seven. of some team season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Fulham second the manager again. That I mean. And they've just off Kerbish. Yeah, Kerbish has gone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. must have been sitting there thinking, I've got this job, this is yeah. fucking mine. And they've just binned yeah. him off for like yeah. a yeah. German. Yeah, complete hardliner. Hardliner, yeah. yeah. And, but if you uh, think about it, what a brilliant job it is in football sometimes, because he would have come in, he'd have got a you know, probably a two year contract or something, and he'd yeah. have got a lot of money for it, yeah. and you get sacked and it's like, Well, I'll still get that money. Yeah. It's like you going on <laughs> to Big <laughs> Brother's Big Mouth and fucking it up by bringing up Peaches Geldof and stuff like that, <laughs> and then they pay you off and leave. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they had. <laughs> I thought that was a strategy they just went for it <laughs> it actually turned out alright um, ok let's talk about uh, Ravel Morrison and I guess there's a, there's a quite a few elements to this debate and I think they're all quite interesting so the background is that Daniel Taylor ran an article in The Guardian on Saturday Yeah, uh, it came out Saturday afternoon Saturday yeah Describing the circumstances by which Ravel Morrison went on loan to Queen's Park Rangers, and the suggestion was that it was Mark Curtis, Big Sam's agent, who is also the agent for a lot of West Ham players, who had tried to tempt him into his kind of stable of players, uh, the result of which was that Ravel Morrison didn't want to play for Big Sam anymore. This was the gist of the article. And so Ravel has now gone on loan to QPR, and then somehow this is the fault of Mark Curtis and Sam Allardyce. The other kind of thread running through this is is that there's been articles of late from many journalists saying that, that Mark Curtis has too much control over West Ham and that Big Sam is essentially running some sort of click with, with Mark Curtis that has essentially got a stranglehold on West Ham. So that's the kind of... That's the thing. But I think the starting point, James, to put to you is... It was that article balanced. 
<laughs> well, I was with you when I read it. <laughs> and you know how I felt about it. Yeah. I was angry about how... Yeah. I was angry about, one, how unbalanced it was. Yeah. And two, that all these other journalists going, oh, this is a great article, when it's clearly not balanced. Yeah. And there's... The source it's for the article... Di- it's very difficult mm. to talk, because we're all being hypothetical about stuff, don't we? Aren't we? But... It's all... Everyone's playing a game. There's an agenda with everyone. And and at least be honest. Because Daniel Taylor is generally a good journalist, I think. And at least be be honest about what your agenda is in a weird way. I don't, mm. It's difficult to explain. But you know what? It just seemed like... Maybe he was, Ravel's, Ravel's, more, yeah. maybe he was his agent. Well, I yeah. think it feels like Ravel's agent that said to uh, yeah. Daniel Taylor, we we, we'll give PR, you yeah. a story here. Um, you know, run it for us. Yeah. Mm. And then it just seems naive of a journalist to be that one-sided. But... Generally, journalists. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I think it, it's worth pointing out uh, the the agent, Ravel's agent. I can't remember. It's Nick 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 Rubery. Nick Rubery. His other. He's got two clients. One is Ravel Morrison. Who's the other one? Jermaine Beckford. Jermaine Beckford. So he's got two clients. The half of which is Jermaine Beckford. <laughs> so I mean, it like my, there might be more. There might be more, but I think that's what we could ascertain from his website. My issue with this is. If he's only got Ravel Morrison... I mean, Ravel Morrison's the only moneymaker, essentially, it, it yeah. seems like. And if there's a danger he's going to lose him, then he's going to remove him. He's got he's got everything to lose if Ravel, Ravel Morrison were to go to Mark Curtis. So, of course, it's in his interest to kick this off and make it seem a much larger situation than it is and get him away from West Ham if he feels there's a threat to his, essentially, career. His uh, only asset. His only asset. <laughs> Matt, what's your take on this situation? No, regardless of the, the article... Um, I'm a bit gutted that it's come to this actually because mm. Ravel Morrison in, in my eyes is the best player West Ham have had since Tevez mm. I think the kid is the bollocks I think mm. he sees football on a, a different level to the rest of our players mm-hmm. um, I'm sure he could link up with players like Mark Noble given a free reign Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just find it really sad the way it's all turned out I know the kid's got trouble and that but Allardyce was quick to take credit when he when he done what he done at Tottenham. Yeah, he was like, oh, you know, uh, Ferguson said to me, if you can get the best out of him, you know, he's mm. a genius. Happy to take it then. But a good man manager should be able to maintain mm. that. Obviously, you know, there's certain people on the on the knees like Mother Brand that will be saying that you know the kids a problem, like an absolute yeah. problem. You know, in the nose on there as yeah. well, saying the kids are, are wrong. And but from a purely football. Um, yeah, point of view I, I'm just gutted the way this has turned out mm. and you, you just know that Harry's going to well I know Harry's going to get a lot out of the kid yeah. I think he's going to put his arm around him he's going to say you're the, you're, you have a free roll on the pitch yeah. I know we weren't in the position to really offer him mm. that but well, if, I mean, if, if Ravel Morrison needs to play at a place where the manager gets on with lots of different agents, I can think of no finer <laughs> club than Queen's Park Rangers. Um, but but quick, let's deal with the allegations and the rumours around Ravel Morrison. So the, the allegations are that he approached Big Sam and said, I need to be playing in place of Kevin Nolan because he's not good enough in that position. The other things are that he's Early allegedly... Season, I, would have, I would have fucking agreed with that. Well, <laughs> um, he's allegedly had a training ground fight with Mark Noble. He's allegedly had some sort of bust up with Big Sam. And then there's also the allegations that um, Mark Hurst has tried to steal him I mean putting all that is that his attitude if the allegations are to be believed is that of a bad player to have around a club yeah but apparently on the first day I think it was uh, Bristol Hammer on the forum one of the moderators mm. you had on a couple of weeks ago yeah. didn't you yeah um, he said you know in no uncertain terms that on the first day Nolan was got into him like taking a piss out of him for being a, a mank obviously Nolan's a, a mm. scouser and was giving him shit, like, unrelenting shit, though. Like, and mm. the kid's... He's a kid. 
you know, and he's, he's obviously got temperamental fucking yeah. problems. So why do that to him? Like, and this, yeah. you know, Bristol said this, like, this is a fact. This happened. Mm. So why do that? Like, you know, for mm. fuck's sake, you know the kid's got talent. Yeah. Like, surely Nolan should be the one saying, yeah. come on, son, like, yeah. I just found that a bit staggering, really. Like, mm. it's bullying, as far mm. as I can see. Allegedly. James, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> James, I'll give you a final word in this situation. Allardyce out. Ravin, Allardyce out. I'll say it, alright? That's your default. Yeah, it's the same, isn't it? I'm gutted that it's not working out for him um, because he was he was hoping, hopefully as a player that we'd build a team around and move forward with. Uh, but a season hasn't turned out to give us that opportunity because it's been about shit. survival. Mm. And yeah, bullshit. It's been about survival rather than about pushing on from last year mm. and it's a shame that we haven't been able to give him that chance and I feel I'm gutted that it's he could be a real hero at West Ham and I'm gutted mm. that all of his stuff comes out because nobody looks good no. you know it, nobody comes out of it well and there's obviously a lot of people out to get Allardyce and this Curtis thing whatever mm. that is who knows we're not really inside are we um, and then there's people smearing Ravel so what the truth is uh, maybe we'll know maybe we won't know mm. but nobody comes out of it well and that's a real shame for us because we should all be pleased at the minute with how we're doing yeah okay I think we handled that issue quite delicately cool well joining us now we've got the owner of KUMB Towers Hide the Pawn welcome to the show Graham Howlett Hello, Seth. Nice to be back on. Hi, hey. Graham. Um, so we were just discussing at, uh, just now the, the Ravel situation, the article in the Guardian, and the rumours. Yeah. Um, what, I mean, what's your personal take on it? It's very difficult. I think it's it's one of those where you're getting rumours and speculation from both sides. Mm. Um, obviously, we're hearing you know the club's version of events uh, where they're saying that um, Ravel is injured, or at least reporting a groin strain. Um, there seems to be some. Um, confusion as to whether that is the case or not so um, as, as with all these things I, I guess you know it'll come out in the wash eventually but it's certainly um, not a very pleasant situation and, and it looks like um, Reveal going to, to Rangers might be the, the best solution for all parties at the moment anyway until you know until something could be sorted in the long term mm. um, well, so while uh, Reveal is in West London the rest of the players have been in yeah. Dubai sunning themselves um, that looked like quite a nice trip for them yeah, it's interesting, actually. I mean, as we know, Allardyce is a big um, fan of taking the, 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 the lads away during pre-season. This is the third year in a row he's done it at West Ham. And, uh, you know, he's, he's one of those who's, who's constantly banging on about uh, introducing um, some sort of break, isn't he? mid-season break. Mm. Um, so, you know, whether or not that'll ever come to fruition, as, as is the case, you know, in the uh, in Europe, um, we, we may be seen, but... Um, it's, it's certainly it's certainly not something that's um, been a, been a problem uh, for West Ham before. I mean, I'm just just quickly looking back at the results we uh, achieved after those last two breaks. I mean, in 2011 and 12, um, we uh, came back and we went on there. It was funny enough. You, do you remember that awful run we had where we, we drew about seven games in a row? Mm, yeah, oh, I mean, you can't forget it because we we played you know we played the likes of Watford, Doncaster, Leeds, and Palace, didn't we? And we, and we yeah, just couldn't beat them. Um, and funny enough, that that that, um, that that was two years ago. And uh, you know, so, so I, I guess you could say that's a positive thing in, in that we didn't lose, but <laughs> obviously <laughs> And then last year we went. Uh, obviously, we were away again in February, and we came back and we lost the first game back against Spurs three two. Beat Stoke after that, then went to Chelsea and lost 2 0. But after that, we had a really good run again and, and only lost, you know, one or two games 
um, to, between them at the end of the season. So, I mean, it, you know, it, it's certainly something that should benefit the team, but I think the thing is, most teams go out there now anyway, so I don't know whether we're getting an advantage mm. over the opposition, but, yeah, uh, you know, the players seem to like it, and, you know, it's... Uh, it's, it's obviously something they look forward to, so uh, I guess it's not really harming anyone, is it? No, and, and it's good for the Dubai Hammers Club to, uh, to get a bit of FaceTime as well. <laughs> yeah, they can visit him and send us their annual videos, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's good for everyone, really. Mm. Um, OK, so we've got one of the big faces from the forum in here, so I guess like activity on the forum has dipped dra- dramatically while he's in the <laughs> studio. Um, but what's the latest yeah. on the forum, Graham? Yeah, he's he, got a very big face, yeah. I'm, uh, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Graham. <laughs> There's lots, uh, lots going on this week on the forum. Um, Howard Webb is, is obviously being um, being watched carefully by one or two of the forum regulars following mm. his decision to send Andy Carroll off. So he should and be. Obviously, yeah, absolutely. And, and obviously, he was in trouble again at the weekend. But the FA have decided that you know because he's there. The best referee we've got, I guess, that's, uh, that's that, sad, not, not going to demote. Well, yeah, that's a real sad indictment, really, isn't yeah. it? Um, so there's that going on. Obviously, uh, we had coaching going on this week um, for the Hartley Children's Charity, um, whereas one of our um, one of our regulars, Debaser, uh, managed to um, get some shirts from the club. You can read all about the story. Those who don't know the story can read about it on the forum. Yeah. But we auctioned nine shirts off uh, for Debaser for on behalf of the Hartley Children's Charity. Yeah. Um, and we raised over four thousand pounds for wow, that. So that's very, very, very good. That's amazing. Very pleased with that. Um, and the club, t- t- and I'll give them their due here. The club were fantastic because what, what happened there was that um, Ian got the shirts. He basically got the shirts. Um, there was one or two people who weren't sure whether to bid because there was no certificate of authenticity. And we went straight back to the club and provided those um, immediately without uh, without any questions. So oh, thank you to the best fans for doing that as well because that certainly boosted the fund a bit. Um, and also to Kevin Nolan, really, especially not to Kevin for actually sorting that out in the first place. So again, those who haven't read the story um, won't be aware that Kevin um, personally arranged for Ian and his wife, uh, Denise, to uh, visit um, the bowling ground. Um, a, a few weeks ago, and also to to go down and see the person and give them those shirts. So that was nice. Mm, well, um, it, it was, yeah, and that was lovely. So um, elsewhere on the forum, uh, that yes, Ravel Morrison continues to mm. to, to um, you know um, cause great big um, arguments between uh, between everyone on there. Um, some other stuff on there. Um, the average age of the, of the Premier League fan is uh, forty two, wow. according to. Uh, Survey uh, this week now. Does that, does that put you above or short. below? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm done now. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so, so I'm, I'm expecting those, um, what those, um, uh, it's, it's a holiday company, Saga, isn't it? Saga, yeah, Sunshine Bus. <laughs> yeah, not, not Stevenson, you're reminded. Um, so, so that, um, I've got a funny feeling, Chalks might remember this, we did something on it about 10 years ago, and I've got a funny feeling that it was a very, very similar age back then so um, you know it, it looks as, as if I mean this is a shame I don't know what you feel about this but for me I think it's a terrible shame that we haven't got what I mean when I started going and, and perhaps you, you know you guys yourself there was just go along with your mates and you know from sort of 12, 13, 14 you'd be in the ground and it would be a great adventure kids don't do that these days I don't know whether it's partly because that's a societal change in terms of you know not letting your kids go out at that age or, or whether it's just financial but 
it's a real shame, and we, mm. we need to do something about that, I think. So that, that's something the club will hopefully be looking at for the OS. Um, um, they're all out stabbing, aren't they, Graham? Yeah, kids these <laughs> days, aren't they? Stabbing and, and just mugging people, yeah, pillaging. Yeah, or, or, or watching uh, Pong, yeah, basically. Uh, do you remember when you used to go to Upton Park and it'd be jumpers for goalposts? None of these, none of this metal poles and for for goalposts. The memorial ground, please, please. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Football with black and white, man. Yeah. 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 You used to go out with your flat cap. Yeah. Yeah. Currently, we wore, we wore pink shirts back then, but that would be one Great. for the forum regulars. Go on, the yeah, Rick yeah. Rowan Hammers. <laughs> 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 then, then were the days, yeah, yeah. So, 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 yeah. So, anyway, on the feet, been very busy. A uh, couple of other things. Um, the Snug, which is uh, our forum for non-football stuff, um, being the uh, smorgasbord of, of nonsense that it is. Uh, hot topic this week have included keeping fish. Um, uh, the, men, the merits of, of modern art and uh, the 2014 Deadpool. So, lots going on in there at the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's been pretty busy. So, all, all good stuff. It's all good. Awesome good stuff, man. Excellent. Uh, th- oh, just, just a quick relegation update, Graham. Uh, quickly, are we going to get oh. relegated this year? Oh, look, I'm, I told you that I'm clever doing these. I'm you the said, worst you said yes a few weeks ago. <sighs> well, I, I don't know. Ask, ask James. James is the man, right? We, we know yeah, from, from mystic, recent weeks. James, mystic man. We're not getting James, relegated. James. I've said all along. All right, listen. I'll, I'll, go along with, I'll go along with that. If James says we're not getting relegated, then we're not Done. getting relegated. Just as, just as Romford said in 2007, we wouldn't get relegated yeah. when he was the only one, and then he was right. <laughs> and so, Romford uh, said it again on here a few weeks ago. He said we weren't going to get relegated, <laughs> so... Let's all be a bit positive and think, you know, we've turned the corner now, and hopefully yeah. these, uh, you know... I, th- I think three or, four, three or four more wins, and we're there, aren't we, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers cool. crossed. Fingers crossed. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, G-Man. Cheers, you man. Cheers. While he was doing that, he banned West Ham Matt <laughs> <laughs> from, from the forum. Um, Spiteful overlord. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Um, well, we touched on relegation there, Matt. Um, quick word from you. Are we going to get relegated? No. Confident? How confident? <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's a few surprise people there with that prediction. Um, I'm ultra confident now. Um, yeah. Definitely recent results have yeah shored me up. Um, I think for me it's, it's Norwich, Cardiff and yeah. uh, Fulham. Excellent. James, uh, Mystic James. No, fine. We'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's done. That's done. Excellent. Um, okay. Other West Ham news. So, John Joy Hoyerman is walking 50 miles in five days to raise £50,000 for the 50th anniversary of Bobby Moore lifting the FA Cup for West Ham United. And you can go and donate to Bobby and the campaign at justgiving.com forward slash for Nanny and Bobby. Yeah, Excellent. get involved for get John Joe. That's good a good lad. cause. It's a good lad. We can't keep saying we ask you for nothing on this show, but maybe if you were to consider donating for that, that would be a very nice thing for you to do, and it would probably give you some good karma, which would help against Southampton at home this Saturday. Yeah, what a link. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> it's almost like this is professional, this podcast. <laughs> um, we've got Southampton at home. We've had some good predictions on there. We had Ribman a couple of weeks ago. He predicted the double, exact double. score of Villa yeah. away. Matt, we've got Southampton at home on Saturday. What's going to happen? We are going to win 2-0. Fucking hell. Yeah, so that would be another 2 0 win. What would that be? That'd be four 2 0 wins in a row. Yeah. Put your money on it, honestly. We're gonna really? He's going to yeah. score the first goal. We've got their number. They haven't beaten us in, like, what, the last four games? Yeah, they? but Pochettino's got some sort of. He's sold his soul to the devil for great results or something like that. <laughs> he's doing it. I'm going with a lot of Saints fans, actually. They're giving it a big one already. Mm. In fact, they're quite annoying. Um, like, especially because the other week he was tweeting me about 
this match on Saturday going, I have to pay 50 quid to come yeah. and watch your shit. I was like, mate, you don't pay 50 quid to watch your own because there's empty seats everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And that annoyed me when we played Southampton away last... I was it, this, it might have been this season. When every time like that we had a goal kick or a clearance, everyone would go, hoof. I know. That's what fucking wise fuck me off. Yeah, it's a goal kick to be fair. Yeah. I wouldn't even say hoof to that. Yeah. You know, it is a goal kick. Yeah. What are you meant to do? Boo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so James Controversial Ma- West Ham matter that comment, that uh, goal kick comment. Uh, do you fancy us? Uh, I really want us to. You can't keep saying that. You've got to, come on, have a prediction. Alright, uh, 2 1. 2 1. To the West Ham. To, to the West Ham. To the Mighty. I think, we'll, I think we'll definitely win, but we'll be outplayed. <laughs> totally fucking outplayed but we'll nick it good, um, yeah. good. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take that this well season, every time I predict so. us to lose we win so I think we're going to lose 7-0 <laughs> and that should see us through good. to back to back to back to back wins amazing imagine it um, excellent alright West Ham Matt thank you for making your debut mate Chaps. pleasure to have you in here Boo. <laughs> uh, are you on Twitter or anything like that yeah, but I'm not going to give it out. Oh, I'll get enough abuse, abuse on the forum about that. Just, you have to, so that's right, listen. If you want to abuse West Ham, mate, you have to go to the forum. Yeah, that you is have really. to join up to exclusively or, yeah. abuse Or me. verbally, face-to-face. Yeah. You'll see my photo yeah. probably after this. So Yeah, yeah. you'll be seeing the street hunt you down. Yeah. Um, thank you very much, you lizard. Lizard. <laughs> Has anyone else called you a lizard this week? Yeah, I've had a few. Have you? I've had a few uh, <laughs> people enjoyed it. Especially you. I actually told, because you sent that lizard picture, I told someone specifically to reply to you because you'd be upset and nobody had replied. Who <laughs> replied? Dexter hadn't replied. I said, make sure you do, because Chris has put a lot of effort into that lizard picture. <laughs> Essentially, he photoshopped a picture of me as a lizard. <laughs> Maybe we should use that as my picture. Oh, is that why Dexter replied to me going, ha, ha, ha? Because you forced him to. I told him to. Well, I don't want to do it if it's forced. you're sat there lonely, <laughs> just m- looking at pictures of me. <laughs> Uh, thanks very much uh, you can follow James on Long As One you can follow Lizard, uh, Lizard One James's arch enemy the man who trolled him uh, <laughs> you follow him on Taff underscore Davies One that is a genuine Twitter handle follow him he's, he's got two tweets both of them having a go at James so well worth a follow that guy uh, you can follow Graham Howlett on Twitter at K-U-M-B-D-O-T-C-O-M follow myself Chris on CJ Skull that's Skull with a C you can uh, go on the K-U-M-B forum and the KMB Facebook group Facebook group Jesus. which is going from strength to strength you can, every there's week. lots of ways to get in contact subscribe and rate on iTunes and of course podcast at KUMB.com gentlemen thank you very much let's hope for three points against Southampton come on you on come, come on, on. You on.